0: choose path or fate would choose for me
1: you have entered power drive
2: everybody to back in my day my name is david petrangelo and this week the not so stereotypical millennials are digging in to some recent marvel stuff once again oh yes and we have a special guest we will introduce them in just a moment this week i am lucky enough to be joined by michael r power ian walter and we have Stu from swoproductions.com back to the podcast to welcome back to back in my day Thank you so much. It's great to be back. How are you guys tonight? Hanging in there, man. Hanging be- better that you're here. How about that? How about that?
0: <laughs> yes, everything's better when I'm around. Everything's
2: right? better when Stu's Definitely. around, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and I'm not just saying that. This is fun. It's fun to be able to for me to now have now be the only one that is not a comic book expert, I would say. So now I am the odd man out, which is fine. I, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. But um, to, to bring your to bring your knowledge and experience and your um awesome talents to the show is always fun. So it is actually, but it's not just to stroke the ego. It is actually better that you're here. It really is. So
0: <laughs> thank you. I appreciate
2: that. <laughs> not a problem, sir. um OK, so I mentioned recent Marvel stuff, obviously um 2024 is a bit of a slow year as far as Marvel releases go. We have two. One of them is behind us and one of them is coming up uh, in the the summer of 2024. That would be Echo that was just released and uh, Deadpool 3 which is coming up in the summer months. Um, We're going to be talking about Echo in just a few moments but before that we're going to be talking the most recent movie which is The Marvels. Now that was so released. You
3: finally watched it, did you?
2: We finally me, me and Mike finally watched it. Uh did not mm-hmm. see in the theater, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is. Um so we're we're a couple months removed from when that was uh that was initially released, but um me and Mike just watched it and we thought, "You know what? This is this is a good opportunity. We haven't a chance to really break it down in any way whatsoever, but we're going to talk about sort of overall thoughts and some uh, you know, overview of some of the moments we liked or may not have liked. And then we're going to dig a little bit deeper into Echo after that. So, um Stu, since you're our guest, uh, it's been a little bit since you've seen it, which fair enough, but uh, what'd you think of the Marvels? Were you anticipating it going in, and sort of, what'd you you think about it when you uh, exited the theater?
0: I was very much anticipating it. I was a really big fan of Imon Volani in the Ms. Marvel show, and I know that show kind of dragged in the middle and near the end and kind of petered out a bit, but I thought she was just an absolute star. So I liked the first Captain Marvel well enough. I liked Ma- the Monica Rambeau character in WandaVision and I loved him on So I was really excited for this one pretty much all year. It came out right around my birthday. I thought, Hey, it's, uh, it's coming out on my birthday. So I went and saw it and I I had a good enough time. I mean, there are problems with it. I think everybody's going to admit. And there were, there was a lot of discourse online and that's how the MCU is nowadays because, you know, they, they dare to cast female characters, which they didn't used to do as much of. And they, they dare to cast people that aren't always necessarily white, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a perfectly fun movie that. Unfortunately, bears the stigma of being negligible because it didn't move anything forward with the multiverse. It didn't move anything forward with Kang. So it seems right now like it's probably one of the more skippable entries, but we'll see going forward how that turns out to be with, you know, hopefully Amon Valani becoming a much bigger role going forward, maybe being central to the new uh, generation of Avengers
2: yeah i mean with the way things end that's exactly what it's what it seems like that's a good point um uh ian you've uh i don't know if you've seen it more than once i can't recall if you rewatched it but you did you also three went to the theater now, baby three, three times. times three yeah. times yeah. okay i had
3: to watch it again because we're going to be talking about it. So <laughs> i know I had to get on. Uh, no, but you know i echoing what you just said Stu, i i feel a lot of the same way although i do think that You know, just the way things are falling in in real life. I mean, the the Kang storyline is probably on hold indefinitely until we get whatever's going to fall out with Avengers. Either Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars or whatever they're going to rename that Kang Dynasty film to and retool. So I don't think the the Kang storyline was a big... Like, it was almost a bonus that it didn't touch on that because we don't Mm -hmm. know what we're going to get. As far as the multiverse, you kind of tease about the, the ending... Uh, And we'll get into it for sure. But I think that there was enough implications of what might happen as a fallout from the end of this film. So there wasn't a lot in the meat of it to deal with the multiverse. But I think there was definitely a big stinger, which the MCU loves to tease. Yes, we'll definitely get to the stinger. We'll get into that. Uh, As far as how I enjoyed it, um, like you, I I was along for the ride. I was anticipating it going in. Didn't know really what to expect, but I did enjoy it more than Captain Marvel. So I thought it was a pretty good sequel in that respect. The Its strongest points would be the dynamics between the three main characters, you know, uh, Brie Larson, Teyano Paris, and Iman Vellani. So I think they crushed it. And I think the storyline that they were given and this whole, like, cosmic tail was wasn't as strong as maybe it could have been and it was a little bit more on the generic side but i still had uh, a fun time with some of the the lighter moments and even some of the action sequences were pretty great so it was a it was a good movie maybe not this like in my top 10 or anything like that but certainly uh like you know mid, middle of the pack
2: oh yeah i gotta i gotta rank i gotta rank it i gotta figure out where it sits uh mike likes his rankings so i have to keep up with that uh when it comes mm-hmm. to movies um <laughs> not in a bad way i just i just like doing that especially with the marvel movies um uh, and star wars of course but uh mike what, what did you think you uh like me you just watched it within the last uh, week or two so we were sort of late mm-hmm. to the game but uh what were your thoughts
1: yeah and, and speak for yourself dave when you said it is what it is because this is the only marvel movie that i missed seeing in theaters. oh so yeah still fair enough i did about that but i had a big a life event and a big move that kept me away from the theater i'd seen most of them too sometimes three times like the good ones the bad ones uh even went to the drive-through during the pandemic just to make sure i'd seen the, those ones that came out during the pandemic i think it was shang chi um just to make sure black i saw them widow, the big, right? the in big black screen. widow yeah. Yeah, yeah so um really upset that it took me this long to see it uh i thought it was it was okay. It was mid to lower tier Marvel, but that's actually still really good in my opinion. Like a really good movie, Mar- like most Marvel movies. It's not offensively bad, like Quantum Mania or Eternals. It's better than those movies. I don't think it's as good as Captain Marvel. But Speak I for think yourself. Yeah, I know. some <laughs> Speak people, for yourself.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> interl- no, you. But- no, you. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So I thought it was okay, but um, it wasn't as good as I hoped it was going to be. Basically. Mm which I'm always going into these Marvel movies with really high expectations. So if I dial it back and just think about, okay, it was an entertaining short hour and a half movie. If it came out 15 years ago, everyone would probably love it. Um, It's just that the comic book movie and the MC movies are sort of, the expectation is higher after, you know, what they pulled off with phase three and Endgame and uh, everything like that. So yeah, it was, it was okay. But um, like, I liked it. I had fun with it, but I just I could hear I you know the critiques coming back of Oh Marvel has a villain <laughs> problem like you know that that age old critique I could hear just I knew that was going to be a lot of the discourse coming out of it villain wasn't the strongest but an hour and a half movie you know yeah it, it's not it doesn't overstay its welcome and it's not offensively bad so you get in you get your entertainment and you get out that's kind of how I felt with it and I just want to echo what you said about Amon Vellani she was great uh, all the cast was pretty great, actually, mm-hmm. and so that had that going for it. It did feel kind of cheap at some points, but I do like some of the stuff they went for, um, which we'll get more to in spoilers. And uh, like you said, Ian, I liked the dynamic between the three leads, and I thought the whole them switching, switch which is in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything, but switching places was kind of like <laughs> the not spoiling anything. Yeah, the coolest idea that they kind of went went for in the movie, and I thought it was was well done too. So. Yeah, yeah, I didn't love it, but didn't hate it.
2: Yeah, I, I'm kind of actually with you, Mike. Like I think it was, it was just a fun time, and and that's kind of what I expected. I think we sort of talked about it very briefly, or Ian, you have sort of mentioned whether it was on the actual podcast or it was, it was offline. So I just, I just expected something simpler and fun. I knew it wasn't a super long movie. I'm happy that it wasn't like bloated with a bunch of stuff. I'm, I'm good with that. Like I, I want that more often than I don't right now, at least in these movies. Um, can it be can it be linked to the to the larger universe that's happening? Great. I'm cool with that, regardless this movie or another one, doesn't matter. Um, cool. great. I like the idea of the um the portals and stuff. I think that's a cool way of grabbing resources and bringing, you know, the sort of way and the um ability of the of the villain to be the quote unquote, be the villain um, is interesting to me. I think it looked it looked pretty good. I I can see the reasoning behind what she's doing and what those people want and everything. The way it's all resolved kind of felt rushed to me. Maybe it did need the extra 20 minutes or something, 15 minutes. I don't need a two and a half hour movie, but I think that's okay that it wasn't that long. Um, it's still a pretty fun time. I think the humor in this is great. I think that's the best part of it. I echo everything that you guys have said. The three of them together is are great. They bounce off each other really well. And um, the sort of you know, a third or, or halfway through the movie when they have like the montage where they're sort of really learning each other and trying to figure out how other powers will be working to, that's my favorite part of the movie. I thought it was great. Um, obviously seeing, uh, uh, things family back in the movie is amazing because they were the best part, <laughs> in my opinion of the Miss Marvel show. So the fact that her family is back is awesome. They're just hilarious. And it's great that just like what could be just random side characters now have a a place in a blockbuster movie? Um, I love I love that 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 the, the, that the, they could have been there for one scene, you know, but they come back multiple times, and I think they actually have a place and a reason to be there, which is great. Um, I I think some some of the ideas are really fun. Um, we, look, I'm just gonna go straight into sort of certain moments that worked for me. Um, I didn't expect uh we can go into spoilers at this point but i didn't really expect the um music and dance world whatever that was called
3: Uh, yeah
2: that's like the one of the most creative things that they've ever done i don't know if that is drawing from any comics or not even if it is it's realized really well because you come in and it's like oh you know she's sort of telling them oh it's gonna be a little bit weird like just just be aware it's gonna be kind of strange and you're kind of like well why are just these are you know are these people invisible do they have funky eyeballs like wh- like what's the what's are they are they all like yeah i have like seven arms like what what what's so weird about it and you know they welcome her with song You're like okay well they're welcoming her okay great she's she's captain marvel you know, but like no that's how they communicate i think that's awesome it's so much fun and so different from a lot of things um the fight scene that happens after that i thought was pretty good um yeah it it it's fun it just doesn't it for some reason it felt like there's still something missing even though i had a good time with the movie i I can't quite pinpoint what it is i really don't think that this movie deserves to be um making as little money as it did like i do think it deserves way more than what the box office shows it is definitely a better movie than what the box office tickets show for sure um is it amazing no but it is a good time and it's fun and those three women are awesome and they carry this movie in a great way I don't think the story is amazing or anything, but everything that does involve the three of them working together is pretty good. Um, and and that's kind of where I sit with it. You know, it's I, I hope they continue doing something with these characters, because I do think that the three of them and especially Miss Marvel is 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 great. So, yeah, that's that's kind of it. it it's it's good. It's good, guys. It's it's pretty good. <laughs>
3: Good. hey that's a lot better than I thought we were going to get out of these. yeah I, no, I I honestly
2: I, I didn't uh, I, I don't know if it's expectations I don't know what it was to, to set me up for it I kind of expected this that type of feeling maybe I expected to like it a little bit more because I like those three women and their characters from, from their individual stories um, oh,
3: and Captain Marvel is so high on your list
2: I love Captain Marvel I think Captain Marvel is great I wish I rewatched it before I watched this or, or just after um, just to kind of compare and kind of see, you know, but I've seen all the stories leading up to that, that she's in, they always have to have a reason for her to not be the most powerful thing in the entire galaxy. Mm. Uh, I don't love that they have to do that, but I get, I get it. You have to find a way Superman's the same way it, it is what it is. Um, but,
3: uh, yeah, I don't to know. That That's point yeah. though. I do think that they displayed the abilities really well in this movie. And I think that, yeah. When it comes to Carol Danvers' power set, like, yeah, I think power, you've mentioned this on the show, like, it's really hard to write, you know, someone that's just all-powerful like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, it is. Yeah, thing. But I still think that they leaned into the fact that she's powerful. They Like, when she was on, she was on, and they kind of came up with clever ways to why she like the whole switching thing was one of the main ways but like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes she loses grasp of her abilities but like here and there but for the most part she was on fire when she was on and and they they leaned into it like they actually in fact that was kind of one of the things i liked about the story even though the villain wasn't as strong and the overall narrative maybe could have use a little bit work from the writing perspective i thought that the fact that she was the one she was the aggressor she had gone back to Hala after you know her victory in the first movie she destroys the supreme intelligence therefore she's creating like she they call her the annihilator she's creating this conflict through her actions. so I thought like they leaned into the idea that she was all powerful and they explored the kind of ramifications. Was it a little convenient by the end? Was it all wrapped in a bow? Maybe, but at least they went there in my opinion. So I I agree. I think, I
2: think that part of it showing that like, just because you think you're always the good guy or, or good girl, like, like means you can just do whatever and get away with it. And everything's great. They address that a little bit. I, I wish it was like, maybe, yeah at the end maybe it, it came across a little bit less convenient um like she flies into the sun like why didn't you do that however long ago like wasn't could not that have been yeah. a solution before like i don't i don't understand why is that like in like uh essentially in the credits you know like it's like the last four minutes of the movie just why didn't you why didn't you do that before yeah. did you just come I up know. with that idea yeah, like i don't understand so many. <laughs> <laughs> came up
3: with the idea though was it was it the actual villain who who no it that
1: was movie. um monica rambo uh okay. that came up with it. but yeah but, so
3: and then there's another piece right that big yeah. that big rift in their relationship right that big it's like
1: why don't you just go start their son again it's like oh i didn't think of that like there's so yes, many you did <laughs> she's smarter there's than that so many,
3: like come on yeah, come on i i think i
1: agree with dave worth the lower expectations because if i think i went in, into this movie high expectations i would have been really let down but the fact that i heard that it, it was a bomb i heard that there was lots of behind the scenes problems and the movie was kind of chopped up and reshot and, uh, and re-edited over and over and everything like that and the director had left the movie before that, it was done yeah that's ended, crazy which, which apparently isn't that actually weird in Hollywood because oh, okay. uh, especially for them that's MCU, what i've where, been hearing
0: is that that happens done, more often fairly dragged yeah yeah I
1: I thought I thought it's it's very producer driven. Right. um, It would be weird for that to happen with like an auteur director like Nolan or something. But in a very producer driven studio, big studio movies, it's not that weird for the director to leave because that editing is usually up to more of the producers. Right. So um, that's yeah, she got unfairly dragged for all that. And I think she did an amicable job directing it. I Mm -hmm. think it was more how it got chopped up and edited that and, and, and the writing that are that's the
0: bigger issues
1: with the movie. So um, yeah, nothing against the director.
0: Yeah, the I, point I, of being chopped yeah. up though, and and Dave, you talked about the length. I think that was one of the better aspects of the movie because mm. for what this movie was, like you said, if they had pushed this to over two hours, it would have dragged. Like you can't yeah. have. Mm-hmm, these three yeah. characters, their interactions are what make the movie. The fight scenes, to me, the fight scenes weren't that great. I They were fine. They weren't yeah. awful or anything. But there's nothing here that stacks up against the best fight scenes the MCU has had to offer right. so far. Right. So when you have a character-driven movie where the best aspect are these three characters interacting with each other, You shouldn't go much longer than an hour, 40 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes. That's, that's what people are here for is for the fun, quick interactions. And I think it's a good thing that they didn't stretch this out. And I don't know what they chopped out of it. Apparently there was some editing stuff going on and they did chop a lot out, but I think editing wise, they left in there what I wanted to be there Mm -hmm. and it just it didn't feel too long it didn't drag anything out they knew this was a quick fun breezy movie that's a bridge that's gonna carry us over into Deadpool 3 and I guess initially it was supposed to carry us through to New World Order which uh or Brave New World which has since gotten bumped back even further but this was supposed to be the breezy little like all right let's take a breath before we get back into the deep heavy stuff going on and if somebody, if, if Naya DaCosta initially had this as like a two and a half hour movie, like, no, you can't do that with this one. <laughs> I, I agree. At all.
2: I agree. Cause, cause again, I still think that like the standout, I mean, maybe it's not the greatest, but the standout scene to me is still the, the, the music plant, the singing planet. Like, it, yeah. they're there for, let's say, let's say 20 minutes, let's say 15 minutes. I don't know exactly. But if you stretch that out to like 40 minutes and it's like, okay. I get yeah, it. They're yeah. singing. I get it. You know, well, like, okay, so we've, funny we've done this, that. you know, but it, it didn't need it. Like that you that said, you Sue, it. It. it didn't need it. And and I think they, they spend some of these scenes and set pieces in the amount of time that they need to, aside from maybe a couple points. Um, But yeah, anyways, Ian, sorry, you were saying.
3: No, I was just saying, I, like, it's funny to hear you guys, because I, I wish I had the source now at this point, but I've, I've heard that, like, I don't think that this was supposed to be the shortest entry in the mcu Mm -hmm. i think it was Mm -hmm. around a two-hour film and i hear that the bulk of what they cut was they were concerned about the whole Aladdin piece and how it was going to be received and Mm. then there was going to be a bit of a longer sequence involving the uh character that uh carol danvers is married to um he's also great too
2: like he's another one of those exactly he plays that part so well he's awesome
3: i think he has a large fan base and i think that they were all like well I like they were expecting more, to see more and I think that right. there was going to be a little bit more to that sequence, but they kind of uh, got cold feet. So in my opinion, they didn't lean hard enough into those gags. I think that they could have, like the the cat gag, they definitely leaned into enough, but I think they could have done a little bit. More than the yeah,
1: the singing I planet. I, I agree with you, and it's yeah. like. There was nothing like they really should have gone for it and hired like a really good songwriter and had like an epic song or something. Instead, it it was just like they were singing their dialogue, and but that's it really still, wasn't.
2: That's creative
1: though. Like but, I still but find that they could that have to done me. so much more, and it looked very like backlot TV budget that whole scene. Oh like, really? Oh, I, really? Like oh, I disagree. I thought a it looked good. Planet scene. Yeah. I would expect a lot more resources into it. Maybe a catchy song that could be released as a single. Maybe a few of them, but it's just Mike, like have these Mike, people sing. Mike their wants dialogue.
2: Mike like, wants a CD like, of Singing Planet. To like, Mike I wants a whole, He yeah. wants to own the physical copy that. of Singing yeah. Planet like, on uh, I would Disney agree CD. That
1: he didn't go far enough <laughs> with that Singing Planet. Like it was like they were scared to do it, and I. That's what I'm like. I would respect a much bigger swing than. I Think a lot of the stuff they, they did, chopped so. out is
3: they were, fearing would be the blowback from you know. The man babies of the internet.
2: Well, so, and that—that's well, a mistake. That's not a way to make a movie. Yeah, you should, you should actually try to. Yeah,
1: make that yeah.
0: <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna that. <laughs> you're gonna get crap from those people no matter yeah. what you do with this movie. This movie was never going to appeal to them, so yeah. don't yeah. worry about them. Just yeah, let get them, them angrier. Please, their that's tantrum. what
2: we want. Stu, you're yeah. being too nice. It's not just don't worry about them. Just. Fuck them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. I am being too nice. I'm trying to be a little diplomatic on nope. your show and, nope. and I, not just bust out all the vulgarity that's all, in my heart whenever all, I think of them. Yeah, but,
2: I know, right? It's okay. It's I
0: got you, man. I got you. It's okay. I appreciate you it. You don't have to say did it. I got watch, it. Did you I'm watch happy Secret to. Invasion too? I did not actually watch oh, Secret Invasion. It's sad. I finally gotten to the point where I'm viewing some things in the MCU. In the television universe, at least, is skippable. I did skip Secret Invasion, and you're not I skipped. Alone. Uh, I skipped What alone. If season two.
3: Yeah, you're not skip. alone. There's a lot of people that don't seem to, like feel the need to keep up with the MCU as much as maybe you did in Phase three. Uh, but the only reason why I bring up Secret Invasion is because I'm I'm curious as to how you guys felt about, you know, Nick Fury's journey. He was on a different journey when he was on Earth. He yeah, I feel like skipping Secret Invasion. Skipping and Secret invasion. Space. invasion. Um, um, and there was a bit of a choppy. We were unsure about the timeline, like what was mm-hmm. going to take place. And I think that they've made it clear now that this takes place after that. But basically, mm-hmm. they reference what was going on with the Skrulls when they go in the, in the first act to the. Just, uh, you know, when the. When. What's her name? Dar Ben is stealing the air out of uh, where the, the Skrulls. Yeah, run, the atmosphere.
2: Yeah. The
3: mm-hmm. Emperor Droog is uh, now. You know, without a home again, they need to turn to Valkyrie and and everything to. to I would help say the skipping but...
1: Secret Invasion actually makes the movie Helps. make more sense because yeah, I mean, nothing that's that what I've heard. In Secret Invasion pays off in this movie I, at all. Stu, whatsoever. I
2: I watched I watched two episodes of Secret Invasion and was like, no, it's the most listen, skippable No, one, 100%. listen, Power, I'm not you're doing, not doing wrong, it. No, but I
3: think tonally, tonally, it doesn't do it any favors, but it does still. Line up at least to, with, when they reference. Yes, there are scrolls or other
2: well, scrolls Well, yeah, because
1: the and, scrolls are part and of they're it. showing
3: you these are the other scrolls, like that. But that they're like part good it,
1: again in Captain Marvel, whereas in Secret Invasion, they're they're the bad guys. No, I would much prefer to, them as no, the good guys.
3: No, 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 I have to disagree with you there. The <laughs> scrolls are <laughs> hiding out on Earth, and there's one guy who's rallying them to be there's, terrorists. The, they're almost like right. a
2: terrorist organization of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so speaking of Nick Fury uh, <laughs> speaking of the Fury, miniature action scene spe- yeah no well sort of but the I, I want to talk about the ending because I think like I I want to get to the ending of the movie because I do think that last scene was great I loved it I thought it was so much fun that she's just not not oh, not yeah. the post-credit scene but the fact that that uh that she's sitting there in the dark and she basically recreates the first I think it's the first stinger in the mcu or maybe the second one or something about trying to recruit someone to an to a elite group of of, first you know it's the
3: first singer hmm. is nick fury showing up at the end of iron man
2: yeah (laughs) and and basically like recreated i thought that was great i i hadn't seen the end of iron i haven't seen iron man in years but i knew exactly what was said in that scene i knew exactly how it played out and it's almost exact i i thought that was really clever and really fun and i love that she's the one to do it because when iron man came out she was probably like us sitting in the movie theater, watching it, loving it, you know, like in real life, like that's who she is. And now she gets to recreate that scene. I feel like the little like smirk on her face when she was doing that. I'm sure they did, you know, 25 takes of that scene of, of that shot. But I feel like that little, you know, fan in her, it was like a genuine smile and genuine smirk because she's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I, I, I don't Ron know what it was. It having was the
3: most fun in this movie.
2: For 100%. Sure. 100%. Yeah. And oh, she's yeah. supposed to. That's just her character. Right. And she plays it off so well. So it's amazing. The casting just from day one when they picked her to be that character is great. Right. So that's that's no problem. But I just feel like that is just like, oh, yeah, no, no. She's at, I feel like the real life person is in that moment, not Miss Marvel. And I thought that was great. So I really like that. It's brief. It's like 90 seconds. But it's like my favorite 90 seconds of the whole movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the juxtaposition of obviously when Fury did it to Stark, he's Nick Fury. He's very professional. He's mm. very solemn. Like, this is what we need to do. Yeah. And with Kamala, she's obviously, you know, too geeked out to really take it seriously. She's got that little clear screen with all the information on it uh, that yeah. <laughs> she referenced earlier. And yeah, she's she just can't. He can't bring the, the 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 attitude to it that Nick Fury has, where it's like, "Here's what we're gonna do because we have to do it." It's more like, "Hey, come be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Can we be friends?"
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, it's uh, Mike. What did you think? Did you did you was did it do anything for you? Or
1: yeah, no, I liked it. No. I, I liked it. I always like Stingers, and I think it's not. I think they got to the point where they're not actually hinting to anything. They're just kind of fun. Like if the she never puts a team together, I don't think it matters. I think it was just a fun scene. Give me to a break, bro. But yeah,
2: well, why not? Who cares?
1: Yeah, I think Mike's <laughs> right. Who yeah. cares? Who cares if she I don't doesn't know if it's, it's gonna happen? The MCU. Like
3: to you, we've reached a point where it's we're just at gonna like happen. Hole, yeah. you know what I mean? Where mm. we we've, we've mentioned they're rebuilding and everything like that. Maybe they're not gonna get to do everything they're setting up to do, but they're absolutely right. teasing at this idea that they're gonna put these. Uh, characters together now i got excited too but i know the natural progression especially for a blockbuster would be something like the young avengers but i'm really secretly hoping that she's putting together the champions right like Mm -hmm. champions would be a way better team to put together than a west coast
0: avengers
3: well there you go that's a good one (laughs) Um, but they've done. they they have they've been pulling from all those whether it's west coast avengers young avengers champions. They've been pulling from from those things in the comics for a while now in the MCU, so it'll be nice to see what they eventually do put together with those. But I also love the scene. I thought it was uh, like you said, Dave, a callback to Iron Man, the inception of the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's great to see what they... It's great to think about what they might be building towards in the next phase right so, yeah so yeah i really i liked the way it all wrapped up i really want to hear because i think it was you power who said like what, what is this bat shit crazy hog yeah, ass wild yeah. uh stinger that we got uh, so, yeah Marvel's. so let's and, and i'm curious let's was get it into spoiled it for you guys online beforehand
2: no i had no idea i had no idea nothing really? I, I i i but i i stay pretty far away from that stuff i don't i don't keep it too close to my to my view like i don't I'm. I'm. If it got spoiled, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a screenshot." But uh, would I dig deeper? No. So I didn't know. I had no idea. I. I had a feeling. Um. Oh my god, I keep forgetting her name. That she was gonna be in the stinger. Um. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> well, Lashana Lynch.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. Anyways, regardless, I had a feeling it was gonna be something like some multiverse type of type of idea. You know.
3: Well, to set it up, so basically... Yeah, the set whole it up. movie I have a terrible is, at, at explaining ben that. is trying to steal resources. In the third act, she's trying to steal the sun and try and hurt everyone that Captain Marvel loves. And in in doing so, she's been creating these sort of ruptured uh, jump points. And these she's literally tearing holes in time and space. And to fix it, they have to band together. Monica Rambeau makes the call to go through the portal, and she says she can only fix it from the other side. Closes it up. Can she though? Without maybe realizing that she's. What do you mean? What do you mean?
2: I don't know. I just. I don't know. Can't. Can't she just like, take a step to the left? I I don't know. Visually,
3: (laughs) visually, it looks like they craft the effects so that it's something splitting open that you have to push. You have to push for the other side. No, I'm just. Um, I'm just giving it, giving the
2: scenario a hard time because I can't. Either
3: way, however she does it, she gets trapped (laughs) in other reality, which is something that. Might have been like something new and exciting, but we know we've been getting groomed now on the multiverse saga ever since Loki explained everything. And now, with like things like Doctor Strange and the multiverse of Madness, we know that there are parallel realities, multiple realities that you know they can kind of clash which, which is what we eventually lead right? us to something like an avengers secret wars so i thought this was cool we you know we've lost monica rambeau as far as 616 is concerned she's now in another universe now where is she that's what they're teasing with the stinger and i thought it was an incredible reveal i don't know i want to hear from power what do you think
1: yeah like if you if a thousand guesses i would not guess that i was gonna see Kel- our boy Kel- kelsey grammar back as, like uh, kelsey Grammer. The Beast, like kelsey grammar and He looks like the beast from the animated series, which was awesome. Um, But yeah, just the fact that they're linking like X3 and the Fox X-Men, I really thought if Marvel was going to go for the X-Men, they were going to redo it, like get a whole new cast of people, redo it whole cloth. And the fact that they're choosing to bring back these actors that have done these characters before to me is the crazy part about it. But maybe... They're still they're going to have their cake and eat it, too. They're going to just... The yeah. multiverse is the ultimate way to get around on anything and write off anything and say, okay, Kelsey Grammer is the beast in this universe, but they're still going to do their own thing. So I'm really curious how they're going to bring... Let, let's be honest, X-Men Mike. They, and... they
2: like cake just like we do. They're definitely yeah, going to do Yeah, I guess like, so. That, that's so what I that thought. That was
1: anyway. the crazy part yeah. for me. Yeah. So Because we always speculated that they would bring the X-Men into the mcu through the sort of multiverse like mm-hmm. something would happen and then they'd come in but maybe not you know and they did hint that miss marvel is the first mutant so maybe, maybe the maybe mutants will just come later than the rest of the superheroes and then they'll start appearing and you know but it right, won't yeah. be the actors but
3: it seems like someone like namor is the first like you know Revealed mutant, right? Because he's okay. also a mutant, so he, he? he okay. predates her. the first time they but mentioned that was the first time they MCU. referenced yeah. mutant. Was, was so, yeah. So sure.
1: yeah, I thought it was crazy. It was like, where are they going with this? Because Monica brambo was, you know, just led a movie. She's quite a big character, hopefully going forward. And now she's stranded in this universe where presumably all of the like Fox X Men characters labeled Version of them. So, anyways, that's just crazy. Like, what are they going to do with that? But. um Are they going to bring them all back? Are they going to keep bringing Patrick Stewart back? Are they going to bring back Ian McKellen? (laughs) Like, where is it going to go from here? I'm just like, yeah, possibilities are endless. So that's what got me kind of uh, surprised
3: by that ending. Dude, what was your reaction to the post?
0: You know what? It didn't even dawn on me that that was supposed to be like the Fox vs X-Men because Beast looks so different. I just assumed they brought Kelsey Grammer in to voice him. Because that's what we're used to, kind of like how that's every different alternate reality mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange was,
3: you know, all well, played
0: by Benedict Cumberbatch, even though that- we've seen in No Way Home that they can be
3: completely different human beings. Well, that's a good point, bringing in Multiverse of mm-hmm. Madness, but we know the Professor X, you know, they teased the a- X-Men animated series jingle when he made his entrance. He's not the same Professor X from the X-Men movies, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a Mal- mm-hmm. prospect for sure. Yeah, but
0: I am a I'm a huge X Men fan.
3: Uh, you can see
0: behind me, I have my wall of Jubilee comic books back here. <laughs> fire, fireworks effects, fireworks awesome. from Discord. All right, <laughs> that's uh, that's all I want, man. Just give me Jubilee in the the MCU. I don't care if it's a TV show or a, a movie or what have you. But uh, no, I was a big fan. I was really excited to see it. I really want them to do something with the X Men, and I know we're kind of getting to the point with the multiverse where it's like. All right, let's let's shit or get off the pot here, MCU. Are mm-hmm. you gonna bring in the X Men or are you not? Now there's, you know, a different reality that the X Men are in. Are we going to go get Monica Rambeau and that's how they're gonna come over into the universe or what's gonna happen? But at this point, it's like, all right, I want them more than I want, you know, the Eternals. Let's mm-hmm. let's do the X Men instead, please. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, fair. I I Dan, think. What you think.
2: Yeah, I, I think, I, I thought it was fun. I mean, I love Beast. He's like one of my favorite X-Men because he's like the kick-ass scientist. I love it. Like, it's just, it's like paint Bill Nye blue and give him lots of hair and get him the kick-ass. <laughs> great, I'm all for it. You know, I you love that. having
3: your cake and eating it too. I You're am having my cake and, and eating it.
2: Yeah, when Beast shows up, I have my cake and I eat it too multiple times. Um, it's uh, It's great to see him. Did I really understand what was going on? Not really, because I don't really know who her mom is supposed to be? You guys will tell me that in a second. But overall, I thought it's fun. I love X Men. Kelsey Grammer's fine. I I really I, I I don't I don't think this is gonna stick. I honestly think they're just I think like you said, Stu. I think maybe they'll ha- they'll go get her and they'll have some crossover. But then they're gonna have their own X Men within you know our our actual universe sort of thing. So I think that's probably what's gonna happen. But yeah, I, I think one of the reasons why there's there's less movies or less content from Marvel coming out is cuz I think they're honestly trying to figure out what the fuck to do with the X-Men and how to bring it in properly. I I think that is what people want. They may have heard that finally and realized now that after all the paperwork's done essentially, it's time to it's time to start moving forward with that. So, I think that's part of it. This is just a hint of what we may be able to see. Um and I thought it was great. I thought I thought it's fun. It's always fun to see some X-Men. Um Stu, who is who's her mom supposed to be? Do you know?
0: Oh, her mother is binary, which in the comics is it's Carol Danvers who's so binary in the comics. Or, yeah, yeah, it's it's like whenever she kind of explodes with cosmic energy, she becomes like this star figure, like she's she's burning red, black, and orange, like she's she's a star instead of looking like a human being. Okay, the binary is just Carol in the comic books, just her her basically her most powerful form. Okay, so she's another
2: it's version actually- of Captain Marvel, like. Well, it's actually a
3: tease at an ability that I kind of wish they had developed in Captain Marvel's character, which is like, I kind of wish that that was their way around her power set, is that like, if she gets too hot, she does that, and then she's out of it for a while. Um, That could be a cool angle to explore. But as far as the naming conventions go, we don't really know much about what they're doing with Monica Rambeau, for example. They were going with the idea of giving her a superhero name, and then they kind of didn't really pay that off yet. Um, and in that respect, I mean, in the comics, Monica Rambo has been Captain Marvel. You know, mm-hmm. in the comics, Marvel, and then you know Carol Danvers as well. And so now Ms. Marvel. So there's a lot of characters that kind of play with these monikers. And I think that that having her as binary show up, it's like it's like this is the Captain Marvel character of their universe. Like whereas in the eight three eight in Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness, uh, Lashana Lynch also played Captain Marvel. Right. So it's like. It's it's just showing that Maria Rambo is a superhero in these other realities, and and having this dynamic now where Monica is reconnected with her mom. Remember in Wandavision she said, "I know I would want to reconnect with my mom," but it's not really her. It's like you know what Star Lord was facing in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It's it's another version of your mom. So there's gonna be a dynamic there. But as far as what I'm thinking they're leaning towards is a direct kind of tease. And you know we're recording this right before Super Bowl, but my big, you know, Super Bowl wish moment is the Deadpool three trailer, right? So once we get that, we're gonna see that there's probably teasing at a lot of these cameos and a lot of these like Fox universe characters coming into the fold, whether even if it's just temporarily for Deadpool and Wolverine to to start killing off a bunch of these characters or however they're gonna do it. Um, I think that that's what they're directly teasing with this post credit scene is just the involvement of the Fox universe X Men characters. And maybe even other Fox Universe characters like the Fantastic Four, or Daredevil, uh, bring bring them into uh, Deadpool Three and have some fun with some of these. There's blood exact-
1: rumors around Jennifer that.
3: Garner. Yeah. yeah, do it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that that's what they're teasing at, and I think that that's probably the most exciting thing coming out of the theater for me from this movie was like, oh, what you know, what are they going to do next? I thought Beast looked great. So he did look I, good. I, I yeah, I thought he looked but, good. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't understand some of the backlash. People are just pull at anything now to try and nitpick, but uh, I thought he looked pretty I'm good. I'm glad like, I missed quick, the
0: backlash, because to me, sticker. it was totally fine. <laughs> um, okay, I thought he looked good. I thought he looked better than
3: Kelsey Grammer in blue makeup.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> yes for sure uh,
3: but but on the subject of x-men before we kind of yep. echo off the unknown territory <laughs> i will say that we've been teasing the idea of possibly ranking these x-men fox x-men films yes um and, and now that they've kind of wrapped up and i think having stew on right now we should just say it right here i think stew would be a great addition to that uh episode oh man the,
2: you were X-Men just X-Men recruited leading
3: up to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whether you so like it or it
0: not we're I'm, getting, have... I'm I'm absolutely in, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's something that we're gonna try and do. It's gonna be we've done it with Batman and Spider Man movies. Uh we're s I mean we still have to talk about Mutant Mayhem, although it was mine and Mike's favorite movie from last year, so I think we kind of have an idea of. Uh, we have that's a mental
3: go. block because yeah. we have to get through the Michael Bay films. Oh Jesus, yeah. do we though? Do we? I I've, I've been yeah. through and one for, of them for our listeners. It was actually Stu who was on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. That's right too, as well. So. That's right. Yeah,
2: I um, I've been through one of them. I think maybe that's enough. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how much, how much. uh, how much torture we want to uh, endure on our, uh, This daredevil uh, not
1: daredevil deadpool movie is going to throw all of my rankings out of whack because i have the mcu movies ranked and i have like oh. the x-men movies ranked oh. in separate lists oh. anyways that's just a,
2: sounds like a you problem, problem mike i don't know what, what
1: is going to happen
3: how are we going to solve this
2: problem
1: <laughs> well, we'll figure it out on our ranked episode i guess
2: yeah yeah we'll yeah. we'll sift through it exactly we'll we'll sort of talk it through um okay guys uh let's uh like like Ian uh, teased, let's let's talk about some Echo. This is the most recent show in the MCU, most recent show you can watch on uh, Disney Plus. It is a swift few hours. That's pretty much it. The entire series, five episodes or or six, um, and uh, you know one of the one of the latest uh, pieces of content into the MCU. Let's talk a little bit about uh, overall thoughts and then we'll dig into... We don't have to go episode by episode specifically, but we can pick scenes and characters maybe if we want to as we go along. Um, Stu, I'm going to go back to you first uh, once again. Uh, What did you think of, of Echo in sort of like a broad level?
0: On a broad level, I think they did a good job with the episode lengths. I think they did a good job with five episodes. I think some of these series that have been eight episodes have been a little too long. Going back to the Netflix days when they were doing 10 or 12 episodes, that definitely felt too long. You would definitely hit that lull in the middle of the seasons. Even the good seasons, like the first third seasons of Daredevil and the first season of Jessica Jones, they had little lulls where you kind of felt like, all right, these this is not important. We can kind of skip these two or three episodes in the middle Five episodes, great length. I don't think any of them was even as long as 50 minutes, which is great. I We kind of powered right through them in my household. And I liked it. I wish the last episode had been better. I wish the resolution to her conflict with Kingpin had been better because... It's awful that while watching this show, I was into it. Every episode ended, we went right into the next episode because we were engaged and we were enjoying what was going on. And yet, when I think back on Echo, I think of how she resolved her conflict with the Kingpin. And I think like, well, that was bad. They shouldn't have done that. They should have done almost (laughs) literally anything besides that. Because she like puts her hands on his head and makes him feel bad about himself. And then he runs away crying and it's... (laughs) <laughs> hey, what? Yeah. why? Why yes. are we doing that?
1: <laughs> oh my God! Yes,
2: That's Stu. Yes, thank Here you.
3: We go. Here I gotta go next go.
1: because I I agree with Stu so much. I think the show is exceptionally well done, but I hate what I've become because my my biggest criticism of the show is what everyone how everyone critiques my favorite MCU show, WandaVision, which is that. That it's not like that the great or, and, or, oh and sorry. i did not like the last episode of of <laughs> echo at all and it just made the whole series it just yeah and I liked everything <laughs> leading up to it it's just i going to say it made the whole series a, a waste yes. of time i think it was still a good series and it's still really well done and the, all the character moments were the things that stood out and were great but the last episode really left me like shaking my head and rolling my eyes at the same time and um that that's unfortunate, but other than that, I think it was. I think it had good action, great character moments, um, very emotional season. the 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 standouts are like the first five minutes of every episode, where they would do like a flashback scene. Um, those were exceptionally well done, and so it was a lot of good stuff. It's just it didn't come together in in the final episode. And Stu mentioned most of the reasons why. Also, the weird powers they gave her. I was not on board for, and your grandma and sister had the powers too. It got super cheesy. Even the costume they put her in, she was so badass before. Oh, the her. costume was rough, and oh man, it yeah, really looks, like fell off a cliff. She there. looks so
0: good in like the the kickass leather kind of yes. outfit, and then yeah, yeah, they put her in that thing at the end, and it it looks like something from a high school production. But it had like,
3: symbolic meaning, just, gentlemen. <laughs> that's fine. Um,
0: they oh, I, I just they i i I wish
1: they could have avoided the the appeal to give her like powers you know what i mean i would rather her kept her at that street level than having to give like they feel like they have to give her powers and it's like it just didn't fit the character at all so my of the show yeah that's how i felt about it that
2: was one of my biggest gripes with with the series was the powers so that's not a thing in the comics or is it
0: not no, that like, i'm aware of
2: what i understand in the comics and what i think they should have lead into is she
1: is kind of like a the, like daredevil but she's deaf and when daredevil is blindness when is, they fight each golden, other oh, disability is his superpower because yes. then the rest of his senses are heightened and she's a lot like taskmaster like she can yeah so people. she's deaf but the rest of her senses are heightened So her like her vision and she's like Taskmaster where she has like photographic memory and can mimic anyone and her touch. So her agility and all that. Right. Like that's what the character is. I didn't get that sense from this at all. And yeah, they didn't play into that at all, which also left me very disappointed.
2: Really? Okay. so one of my one of my biggest problems was that they had they went and did the superpower thing. So. I get it. I get it this town, this family, this individual is connected to her roots and her heritage. I think that's great. Put in the representation, get all of that in there, get those first five minutes of every episode. I I think one of them in particular, or at least a couple of them where they're black and white, I was like, it's black and white, but it looks very digital and too clean. I wish they would have like shot that on film and made it feel more authentic in a way like may it i I wish like oh the one that was like a silent movie i think that was the second last episode glow yeah
3: the light horse
2: yeah so cool great go back and do those scenes but i never bought that that was a silent movie or silent scene because everything just looked too clean um i wish the aesthetic of that was or at least the i don't know the filter whatever you want to call it was felt more sort of old school Um, or felt like an actual silent film from from the 30s or the 20s or something Um, so the powers I don't understand I don't get it why why does she need it like be connected to your past and your family and do this for your family for your grandmother in a very emotional scene but it doesn't mean that you need to all of a sudden you know be I don't know whoever I was gonna say Iron Man but you know what I mean like I mean Iron Man because her hands glow but other than that. Well, the other <laughs> problem is that the
1: powers are not well-defined at all. They're just like yeah. whatever's convenient in the moment. Which is the worst. Yeah, which is the worst kind of powers. And, yeah, it was really unfortunate. I hope they can just un- retcon that a little bit or dial it back. I don't know. How, I can you, or, Wait, how can you, though? How can you?
3: Elaborate what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but, or explain it, yeah. But it's even her friend, on.
2: even her friend had potential, not powers, but was connected, you know, but because, because yeah. she was able to, like, like connect her just to her friend it, isn't it? well it's she somehow cousin, channeled
0: the she, powers into her friend and her exa- and her
2: grandmother oh, right, like right. her grandmother's they, kicking they, ass they're like... all
3: from that bloodline like i took i didn't take away that now they have powers though i just thought no, no 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 you're right
2: name. you're right they they don't have it but yeah. she was able like like Stu said she's able to channel the powers oh, no, into okay. other i okay reg- okay regardless i think the yeah, show is i think the show is pretty good it just loses me at certain points i i, I i'm exact exactly what you said mike I wish this was just grounded and that's it. And I wish they didn't, I mean, bringing daredevil in, in the first episode was, was a surprise to me. I, I, I thought that was a great scene the, the from the beginning of it to the end of it. That was probably my favorite scene of the whole series actually. Um, cause she's just sort of trying to feel things out. She kicks the guy's ass twice that tries to grab her ass, you know, that's great. And then daredevil comes in and that fight is pretty dynamic and cool. Um, Even if it is short, again, I didn't expect him to be in this. Um, But then, yeah, they just at points, they just lose me. I'm just like, just make this simple. Keep her here outside of New York. Kill Kingpin and just fucking leave him alone. Why is he alive? I don't understand. She shot him in the Uh. head. How is I he alive? He's alive
0: because Vincent
3: D'Onofrio is awesome. Yeah, he because is he's I too Vincent good. Yeah. I, I will not take yeah. this slander. Okay, You can shoot him as many <laughs> times as you want. He's coming back. He's the kingpin. He why? Because
2: kingpin. he's big? Is that why he can take a bullet to the face? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> well, it's it's again, stupid.
3: It happened twice off screen. So just put it in your head, man. He turned his head. Something. Something happened. But he didn't die but but she <laughs> but then
2: obviously she's not as ruthless and as much of a killer as we want her to be well yeah, i or mean, think listen, she is because she, she didn't, didn't finish an the emotional
3: job connection yeah but she had an emotional connection to them. they explore that really yeah. nicely in this series. yeah I he needs to be and in, in, and so like people. she didn't really want to kill him at the end of the day that's what it, that's what it came down to i don't that's know i
2: I, see it. I i think i think their relationship and stuff is played out fairly well in the show i don't disagree with that um i just and and i think he's great too and he plays the character awesomely great casting does a great job with it has from the beginning it's just i don't know maybe it's a storyline i'm missing in the comics and it just has to happen but like for shit's sake you shot the guy in the eye and that didn't hit his brain and kill him get the fuck out of here like come on it's just stupid (laughs) like he's not he's not the terminator this is
1: a a, you know universe where you know the god of mischief comes down to earth and you know like crazy things but he's a
2: god mike He's not a guy in a white suit. I know, but you <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying. It's,
1: it's like, not, like, if I wore a white a suit and
2: got shot in the face, really? I'd be dead. Like, just. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> like, Probably. I mean, well, you've upset. got
0: Rhodey. Rhodey broke his back and is paralyzed, but they still yeah. stick him in an well, Iron Man suit. Well, and they
3: still fly yeah. around. He might have been basically. a Skrull this whole time. Oh, my so, God. So. Here, I here we go. go. Secret <laughs> <laughs> invasion. Uh, yeah, little... <laughs> hey,
1: Kingpin's a scroll. <laughs> Well, I thought, actually power we
3: talked about hawkeye and we covered it on our patreon and then and then released it on the main right. feed i was hoping that they were going to reveal that he had been a scrawl in that um mm. however you know however people say that he was different in hawkeye from daredevil i don't see it as much. I still actually really liked his portrayal in, in Hawkeye. He's dressed and different. I think it carries he carries the same voice. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. was kind of, yeah, it was he, the same. He wore yeah. a shirt that is actually pulled straight from the comics. So people yeah. need to relax. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and then people were going off about the hammer too, because they've recently announced that the Daredevil series and all the Netflix stuff is canon. And right. So now they're like, well, they used a different hammer oh okay, my God. so what the guy
2: said, went to home depot who gives a shit
3: <laughs> because power i've been meaning to say this on back in my day for a while and i think you'll agree with me as comic book fans i mean we look at these big crossover runs and they're issues are written by different people, artists, different artists come in and do their interpretation and it still fits into one giant narrative and we're still okay by the end of it and everyone's, you know, everyone needs to take a chill, man. The hammer's different. Who cares? It's multiverse, baby. I mean, we can we can view what happened in Netflix as a parallel universe where those events still happen with these characters with the same fucking hammer, and mm-hmm. it's all going to be sure. okay, everybody. Sure. Uh, but no, uh, as far as if you can't tell, I really enjoyed the series, so um, I will defend it to my dying breath. No, but seriously, five episodes felt like a little short to me. It felt like they were releasing it all in one go because they weren't really confident with what they had. We we just finished talking about the shortest film in the MCU. I think this is the mm-hmm. shortest series by far. It's probably the runtime. Of most films in the MCU, so I think there was a little bit of work that can be done, but ultimately I thought, like thematically, what they were doing and the whole heritage angle, coming, you know, taking it to Tomaha, taking it outside of New York, I really liked a lot of that. Uh, Lockwood Cox, okay, so we didn't mention really Maman M- M- Valani. That was her first big screen uh role in it and mm-hmm. she crushed it and i think the same goes for Lockwood cox like came out of nowhere she's the lead of this series she's she great really carried it she she's really great carried it. yeah and vincent i mean he comes back as kingpin however they want to do it he came back <laughs> um i thought that you know we, we've been mentioning how all these series seem to have really strong penultimate episodes that's how i felt about echo i thought like going into that final battle Before the final episode, like that whole thing with Kingpin and just like them kind of reconciling what was going on between the the, both of them, uh, that really hit hard for me. And then, of course, we're going to talk about it, but where we end up with Kingpin at the very end with the stinger for this series is like pitch perfect. I called it, but also was so happy to be right. Um, uh, just, uh, I, we can, I really enjoyed we'll, it.
2: Obviously. We'll, we'll talk about um, it. We'll yeah. Talk you want to just
3: talk about it real quick? Um, no, uh, basically
2: it, what, what ha- I, no, I want to, I want to sort of talk about sort of like some of the other stuff that like throughout the okay. show, like maybe not specific. One of the things I wanted to point out is, is similar to what, what you were saying, Mike, and that I, that I, that I echo with you. Jesus. Oh. I can't even, I can't even <laughs> use that word by accident in this, in this discussion. <laughs> Damn. Um, the uh, the marvelous way of no, I'm just kidding. Um, I I think I think one of the strengths of this show and why I'm more pissed off of the fact that the powers are part of it and become so evident in in the sort of like finale of the last you know 15 minutes, which I agree with you, Stu. Like I I don't it it doesn't it doesn't work really very well at all. That that last 20 minutes, 15 minutes, like the setup I get and then all of a sudden it's just like. Well, We gotta wrap this up in in thirty four minutes. Let's go! Like what? It's, use powers! Go! Like yeah. why? How's yeah, she, she gonna beat him? Powers. Well, she's gonna
0: hurt his feelings. Yeah, wow. yeah, with yeah. Magic. She,
2: she's gonna she's gonna do like the the with cross her fingers. Like what? Okay, um, I get the idea of it, but it the, I I don't think that it really worked for me. But um, my my point is the reason why that why the powers felt even even less impactful to me or less necessary is that the whole show does kind of feel up until that point or the parts that don't involve that feel pretty grounded. You know, like I, I think I think they're trying to do that. And I think something, one of the things that lends to that is it doesn't feel like the Marvels, for example, or other, you know, the Mandalorian or other things in the last five years where it's like, oh, this is shot in the volume. You know, like right. this, this is on location. This is these actors in this place doing this and that's why it feels more just like the dare just like daredevil was one of the reasons why daredevil is so good is sure there are superpowers involved and yes there are superheroes involved but it still feels more impactful and real and and feels like it makes sense in reality even though it's not but that's what this show has and then all of a sudden now she has magic hands and it's like that totally rips you out from it because I think in some ways for me, it feels like I'm a little bit tired of this overuse of the volume in some ways, even though it's happened so quickly. And yes, it is well done in shows like The Mandalorian, for example. Um, and yes, it's used a lot in shows that I really like, uh, like Andor, but it it this show Actually, didn't... I don't
3: know if they used the volume. Maybe they yet.
2: didn't in Andor, yeah, maybe they didn't, but I just assume that they did. I can't remember, but I, I think, think you're Andrew right. was at, shot on
3: location as well. Right.
2: Again, one of the reasons why that show feels more, <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons why that show may feel more impactful in some ways is because you feel, and you know that these people are on the front porch of her grandmother's house or, you know, at an actual, uh, uh, uh roller derby or roller derby, uh, roller rink with the, with the disco ball. It, that fight happens at that location. She's throwing Make people into a pinball machine. Again. Yeah. She's throwing people into that pinball machine or or whoever's, you know, it's good that the, and then the powers come up and I'm just like, for fuck's sakes, Marvel, stop it. Just stop. Don't just <laughs> fucking stop the it. bag
1: there at the end.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: um, I think, yeah, I think that's a criticism that's valid. And I think we all, well, maybe not you, but the rest of us kind of feel that way. But, the rest of the show, I will have to give it a lot of credit and give it a And the um, assembled behind the scenes feature came out for this Ooh, show. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah. And it's a really, really good one. And it really okay. makes you appreciate the show uh, even more on another level just the, the representation and how they give everyone in the cast, you know, sign language and how difficult. Um, Not difficult, but how, you know, they had to adjust to having a a deaf actress Mm -hmm. and how they, like, sent everyone to sign language school and everything, and, like, how they partnered with the um, indigenous people to really try to make the show, like, with them and and respect their heritage and culture. So all of that comes through in the show. And it wasn't until the last episode that I was disappointed, but the rest of the show, I really, really enjoyed it. All of the dialogue scenes were really, really well written and really emotional and acted well even though it was mostly through sign language right and i thought that was really really impressive and it reminded me of that movie coda that i watched a Mm -hmm. few years ago and really liked and won the oscar and how it's almost you can almost get more emotions out of dialogue scenes like that when they're done through sign language for some reason i don't know why but i thought all of the scenes that she had with her family when they're having these really deep emotional conversations were all really 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 well done and well written and even though they're done sign language so that was great yeah and uh, i like how she's also a true anti-hero and a real like she just is not even anti-hero she is like a villain you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like
3: Yeah, she she blew up one of the. Yeah, she's just like
0: a villain. She definitely murdered Death killed several people there. Oh, several and great. Let's see a Marvel movie
2: kill more people, like straight up. Let's see the blood splatter. You know, like finally.
1: (laughs) An alternate title for the show could be Breaking Good, which is what I thought (laughs) it was. Showed it was almost like she was a villain who started to realize that she had manipulated her whole life by the kingpin. Yeah, all that all that story arc all that character stuff was just excellent for, for four and a half episodes. So I do think there's a lot to like about the show and the character. And I just hope we see the character again and they just tweak a little, a few things. And um, yeah, I'd love to see her again, pop up in the daredevil shows and anything else really.
3: It's a good point that you make, especially about the daredevil series, because we're all looking forward towards daredevil born again. Mm. And uh, this was the first series to, the release under the Marvel Spotlight which is, you know, it's a TVA oh, yeah. series, and it's a new label that they're using on Disney Plus to differentiate between sort of the more mature content. My only gripe <laughs> is that they didn't call it, you know, Marvel Knights. I, I think that would have been a much more fitting title for mm. something like that, but Marvel Spotlight is the banner that they've gone with, and I, I'm sure we'll get Daredevil Born Again under the same type of banner, uh, Marvel Spotlight, and it's nice to see that they're willing to go because we know Deadpool three coming out is going to be R rated, it's nice to see that the MC is willing to go there and some of these, you know, wade into that territory. Because, you know, the, their fans are growing up; they're going to want some mature content here and there. It can't all be a uh, lot f- fun and lighthearted like the Marvels. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, what was I just? Oh, it, jumping off a little bit of what you said, Mike. I think like you're right. I think there's a there should be a a point a very poignant you know thing is that they they really go all out. i mean i i don't know sign i don't know uh, I, I think it's is it like officially called american sign language i think um yeah I, yeah. yeah asl yep. asl yeah exactly i i i know a couple because like through people like mike who have kids and and, and family members who teach young kids sometimes to do sign when they can't speak yet or whatever those little things i know so i'm just like oh that's that's it that's the extent of my knowledge it's very baseline but it sounds like they really made sure that all of this was as 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 it should be when it comes to uh representation and making sure that the language is portrayed properly and uh and and the dialogue is the way it's supposed to be and i thought that stuff was great i really like the scenes where I think I wish they had more of them. I think there's maybe like one per episode or one every two episodes where everything's quiet and you just are in her perspective, yeah. in her shoes. Mm-hmm. The sound design there. Yeah, I I, I I really remember. like when when shows That's and true. movies do that. I think it really works here too because there's some moments. I think it's before that fight at at the at the roller uh, place where she's. I think when she first walks in and something happens behind her or something like that and you know it's there but she doesn't and she has to sort of use her her ability to be able to to un- really read her surroundings it gives you a better sense of of what she needs to go through and i think that's really great too so um and and honestly she's just fucking badass man she's just beating the shit out of people she's pretty relentless obviously you see where that comes from um especially in that in that Crazy scene where he just beats the crap out of like the hot dog stand guy. Um, and then she like joins in. I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> it was raised by the
1: kingpin. That's her like origin story, so <laughs> yeah, that's why he's necessary yeah. for the show. And I don't know why they chose to shoot him in the eye in the Hawkeye series, but they kind of just did what us comic fans are used to and did a little retcon. and Hey, he survived, and you got and we never the saw the thing. body. We're used they to never that. saw the body. That's, it. Yeah, that's yeah. The last thing. yeah, yeah, sadly, the that's all it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things that if you are almost trained from reading comics, it may not bother you as much. Where in, comic well, in the books, comics, no one stays dead, right? At one point. Like they're well, definitely yeah, drawing no, from the comics. Does he? From some of these oh moments. man, just, they, no they one stays dead miss. in the comics, right? And yeah, they're, they're it, hit
3: or miss depending on who, you know who's watching. Really. If you're a comic just fan, Uncle Ben, you? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Uncle Ben. He's yeah. the only one. <laughs> <Just to> be <laughs> Uncle Ben,
1: going and Bucky. That used to be, yeah. Like, two of them are are now like
0: alive. And and well. Jason They're Todd. Back. Jason Todd was the yeah. other one, and they've brought both yeah. Bucky and Jason Todd back. Yeah. What I really like, so, we've talked about how kick-ass she is. Alakwa Cox uh, does a great job as Echo. And mm-hmm. what had thrown me was initially, I was thinking like, well, her character isn't she doesn't have a prosthetic leg in the comics why did they introduce that oh yeah she actually has one like the Mm -hmm. actress has one because she whenever she tried out she said like oh they're not gonna cast me this character doesn't have a prosthetic leg and i have a prosthetic leg and apparently they were so impressed with her as they should be that they just said like all right we'll just make that a facet of the Mm -hmm. character that's that's fine and i i'm really impressed with that i thought she did a phenomenal job and the the one scene we haven't talked too much of that I really liked was the, I guess for lack of a better term, the train heist scene where oh, yeah. on the train <laughs> yeah. trying to sabotage
3: That's the product. I thought the powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I thought that was a great, really good scene. I thought it, that was the best action sequence in the entire series to me. I guess the the roller skating rink was also really good but to me I remember the train sequence more and I've heard people complain you know like oh the series was boring and I just I don't see it because I liked all the stuff with her family I liked all the yeah. stuff with her on the reservation with interacting with biscuits and yeah it's like that was the best the guy's yeah. great man her I friend mean that she had just abandoned I thought that was all great stuff I thought all the side characters in this were great
2: there's depth there there's depth there I, mm-hmm. I and and that's why I think like maybe another episode may have been able to like explore some of that stuff a little bit more. It's great too, that like a lot of these side character actors, I, I think, I think they deserved a little bit more time. Like, you know, her dad included or whatever. I, you know, I, I think there's, there's lots there to, to work with. I wish they had more time. Cause we, I, I liked them. Um, and also, you know, they cast largely, uh, native American and Canadian actors in these roles. And that's great. You know, that's awesome. The fact that that I I know for sure that Ian and Michael recognized Graham Green, who was her grandfather. Like the guy is like a legend in Canada. He is in pretty much every Canadian made TV show. He's awesome. Um, you know, it's a little too handy, I think in in the, he's show, great or, in the show. He's great in the show, but he's just like, yeah, sure, I'll 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 make you a new a new uh yeah, prosthetic leg. Everything. Oh, oh yeah, 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 sure, no problem. Yeah. I still have your sewing machine. It's like, okay, well, all right. You got everything, I <laughs> he's guess. Her
1: cue. He's her cue. Come on, everyone. Needs- yeah.
2: It, it's fine. <laughs> but but he's great. He's a good he has a good sense of humor. He always does a good job with that. So, um I didn't realize too uh her name is Tentu Cardinal, uh which was her grandmother. She's also Canadian. I didn't realize. Um okay. Yes, she's um, and uh, and her dad, who's uh, Zon McClernan, I think is the right way to say it. He's a, he's Native American. So like they, they did. I I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that effort. I think that that deserves to be applauded for sure. Um, but all those characters, they're portrayed well. I think they're written pretty well. Um, I agree with you, Stu. I, I think that those moments are great and they really add to the character. I wish they just had a little bit more time. That's all. I just I think they deserve more time. Um, another episode would have been fine you know I don't need to sit here for 12 episodes but six I'm or seven I'm okay with the length done I it. just
1: needed a better ending that's all I needed no, I think, and I would I have think one more
3: heart. episode to kind of flesh things out yeah have, but that's it
2: another another 20 season. minutes another 25 minutes would have been fine I think you could have done it could have been like one of those like in between episodes where like it was just a quiet. Yeah, it, I I'm like just that thinking
1: stuff. you guys saying that. If like you have to have the kingpin, right? But they're kind of their hands are tied on what she can do to the kingpin because he has to appear in yes. Daredevil Born Again. So what they really needed was they needed like the kingpin, yes, but like some other villain there for her to actually defeat. I guess that uh, was they had him, him us- but but
0: Biscuits took him out.
1: Yeah, yeah that's well, true. they
0: had that guy with the rocket
1: launcher and yeah that.
3: henry capped him too that was that was pretty good yes yeah he yeah. just like
2: basically sniped him with a pistol like
3: someone else i don't <laughs> like, know what
1: but he's got a hell they, of a shot make a series longer and you add another character for her to actually defeat and then the ending doesn't feel so like like shoddy but anyways um, I,
2: I i think unfortunately i think you're right mike i think a show like this cannot just kill kingpin sadly yeah um they could, I, I do think they could, yeah, I think they could have just done the show without him or maybe he shows up at the end or something like that. I, I, I just... That so
3: integral to the character. Characters right? being, yeah, I know. Like, like, well, really I guess. Involved, I totally guess
2: I mean painted. maybe he didn't have to show up at the very end, but he could be in all these flashbacks and be the setup because those scenes are yeah. good. I think those flashback scenes are pretty good. Them sitting at dinner... Maybe him showing up and having the di- the Saturday night dinner on a Thursday, which I thought was kind of funny too, which is like, it's Thursday. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, but
1: imagine if he left and left someone else like to take her down. I if don't You don't join me. And then yeah, she got I don't be- know. Him. Then you don't have to have the cheesy ending of exactly hearing- healing his heart or whatever she did, yeah, whatever or- she, but
2: <laughs> obviously all he has to do is watch Fox news and then he's good to go. I don't know. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. So Ian you you said you really enjoyed that. I'm just going to shit on it for a second and then you can go yeah, you can go it. ahead. I, know, I'll I think know, it's just I'll fucking stupid. He's like he's like a, a crying his ass off on 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 his knees in a barn and he's just like, "Oh my god, I, I you're I whatever the fuck he says, I can't remember." Um and I guess she just lets him walk away after all that. She's a changed woman, whatever it is. I don't know. I didn't buy that part of it either. We've already said how we didn't love the ending. And then he's on the plane watching what is probably supposed to be some sort of CNN or Fox News type thing. And he's like, yeah, I could be the mayor. (laughs) Well, you shouldn't be the mayor because you should be fucking dead. This is How is that
3: not so poignant? How is that not very relevant to what we've been seeing the last five years?
2: Look, I get it. I get what they're doing. I just, I think it's because of what led to that moment. In the 15 minutes leading up to it i just hated it because of that i think it's
3: fair
0: that's keep fair. keep him around makes even less sense in the comics if that makes you feel any better oh my yeah. god it's really oh jesus been, he's been <laughs> he in and out of prison his yeah. entire adult life like right. he's constantly getting th- thrown in prison by spider-man thrown in prison by daredevil right and then like 50 years worth of continuity later he's just like i'm gonna become the mayor and gets voted <laughs> in <laughs>
3: I will say though. I'm a like, convict. However, however actually, I think
2: that's kind of happened, hasn't it, in real life? So <laughs> um. it was definitely something
3: that was on my mind because of you know the, how it has been handled in the comics. I I, I I can't speak to you know how well they've covered that. That sure, time. but sure. I the idea of the storyline, I like the idea that this guy is like the worst possible guy to be the mayor of New York, and that that's exactly where he's headed. And I thought that the whole thing, the the back and forth between him and Maya. It was really funny because at one point in the series, I was going, Well, this guy is well, first of all, he's the worst. He's supposed to be. Yeah. Throwing money at this thing. Like he doesn't really give a shit about Maya. You know, I kept saying, like, oh my God, like he won't even fucking learn sign language for this girl. I was so happy and vindicated when they actually referenced that. Yeah. He, he, she he says that fronts him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she says it to him. I'm like, thank God they're yes. actually writing. Because like that's exactly what was happening. He's just yeah. using his power and his influence. Doesn't really care to get down on her level. Just wants to throw money at the situation with the whole high tech thing under his eye patch, and he's got the 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 you know augmented reality stuff. I thought that was hilarious because that's exactly how <laughs> this guy would try and tackle that problem is just throw money at it. Uh, but then and she's it not
2: impressed, that- right? Because she's like, well, you didn't even mm-hmm. learn. Like she says, you didn't learn sign language after they put that on on her eye. I thought that was yeah, that was no. that made that yeah, made sense. And, that was important. And if yeah.
3: she hadn't said that, it wouldn't have hit for me. Like if, yeah. if they needed to, it.
2: I agree, and I thought
3: yeah. that's what they did. Yeah. And then this whole mayoral run thing—just the fact that they're teasing it—I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was literally saying, "Like they need to make this guy mayor of New York," <laughs> and then however it's handled, whatever. But they—they they, the post-credit scene that you mentioned already, Dave, is him sitting there deciding to go for it, and. I don't know. There's something about uh, Vincent D'Onofrio portraying this character. There's something about, we've been getting into the psyche of this character. You know, it happened throughout the Daredevil run a lot, you know, getting, digging deeper into why he is the way he is, but they touched on it in the series as well. Basically, he is the guy, he's responsible for killing his father. He's responsible for killing Maya's father. But when he did that to his father, he's never been able to recapture Exactly how that moment felt. As many people as he kills, he can never bring himself back to the most traumatic moment in his life, um, which is the thing that he's always kind of been keeping at bay. So, what she did to him, in my opinion, is she unlocked that and he got rattled. And I felt that. And that's why I'm not really too upset or surprised at how they wrapped it up because I felt on a character level, they actually went some places it'll be interesting to see if they continue along that thread or you know what happens next but i was definitely there for what was going on between maya and fisk
2: yeah i i i mean the relationship is is there and it's played out in multiple scenes i i i I agree Mm -hmm. um my final point and you guys can can chime in on other points that are not related to this but i found it hilarious probably unintentionally hilarious that the last scene before the credits roll is her walking into a backyard with a family having a dinner or lunch or whatever that is <laughs> almost exactly the same as the terrible last end to no to She-Hulk oh, she it's Hulk. like exactly oh, yeah. the same and, oh my god and that is a terrible scene for multiple reasons uh, on a show that we mostly enjoyed i would say and i wish i didn't think of that because this show is doing its own thing and does a lot of its own thing better, it's not supposed to be the same show. So, it's you know, you can't really say it, it to compare it. But I was like, why do we have two shows that end exactly the same? This is...
3: They should have had Scar show up. Could you imagine... Yeah. That scene. Just, I was going to say, at least Blorco
2: doesn't show up at the end or whatever. <laughs> do you imagine, like, D'Onofrio just walks in, too, like, behind her and is just like, yay, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that could have made
1: it... i I know it's not exactly introducing characters in post-credit scenes because they did it in like multiverse of madness she hulk eternals and it's like that's not it's not how you do it man it's a character
2: and i know that's not what they did here it's just the shots the shots are almost exactly the same there's the family at the table and then they move over to someone walking around the corner around the house i'm like What are you doing? Did you not realize this is the same shots? Like, why?
3: She (laughs) hawk has Daredevil in it as well. So, right, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, anyways. I thought you were going the Fast and the Furious route, because that happens in every one of those movies. That's true. That's true. But I also
2: haven't seen a Fast and Furious movie in about six years so dude we
1: already <laughs> talked about how they did not know how to end this show and that's the biggest unfortunate yeah, yeah. Part I, look of it that all, kind but... of
2: scene is totally fine it's your it's your yeah. family everyone's okay i get that we've that's had apart your...
1: from the worst thing that happened in the last exactly day, so. <laughs> i i don't think it's
2: worse i just think it's a really funny coincidence that's all right that's all it is yeah. anyways
3: <laughs> well i think uh we've said what we needed to say stu do you have any final thoughts on that that the end of that series
0: or no nah, you know what i thought it was like i said i enjoyed it as a series i i actually forgot all about the end of it so i didn't even recall that scene until you guys had brought it back up
1: That's yeah funny. where where does it rank for everyone what do you what do you think like Ooh, I, I my rankings right after oh. and like as much as i've been talking about the great parts about the show it it does fall um towards the bottom of my list but only because i really like Mostly all of the, the Marvel shows. So um, it's it's above Secret Invasion. That's about it for me. Oh, Ooh, it's, it's that well, low. I'll just jump really? in because okay.
3: basically, yeah. like we were just talking about She-Hulk, and that's actually on the bottom of my list. Um, oh no! So Echo is actually a lot higher than that. Um, hmm. So I put her right around Hawkeye and Secret Invasion. So I still think the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, earns my top five slot, and then it's like. Secret Invasion, then Echo or then Hawkeye, then Echo, then Ms. Marvel, then Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, then She-Hulk. Okay.
2: Yeah, see my, okay. my 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 uh my ranking is is vastly different from you guys cuz I really didn't mm-hmm. like Moon Knight. I didn't finish Secret Invasion so it's always going to be at the bottom. Um for me this would probably be I don't know if it's ahead of Hawkeye or one slot behind it, which either would be five or six. So that's kind of Mm -hmm. where it it sits for me. And I I really liked Hawkeye. I thought Hawkeye was great. It's a really good... Hawkeye
1: was good.
3: Yeah,
2: it's really, really good. So, and, and again... Of course, no go ahead go ahead
0: no no it's fine just saying,
3: dude, we, we recently ranked these so don't think they yeah to i was gonna say yeah i don't
0: i don't yeah i don't have a list prepared in regards to this i would say it's middle tier i would yeah. probably in my head it's right next to ms marvel i'd say they were very similar shows in terms of quality so i would put them kind of right next to each other i can tell i'm very different than a lot of you guys my number one and two shows for the mcu have been uh hawkeye and she hulk okay
1: well, yeah right.
0: okay. And, and to 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 agree with dave my I, all i know is the show that's on the bottom the last the, the worst one of the ones that i've seen is moon knight i thought moon knight was terrible yeah oh, No.
3: i, I thought oh. it yeah man i i thought i thought there's moments three territory baby there's there's <laughs> moments of
2: br- there's moments of like quote-unquote brilliance but overall it was just like this show's not good sadly. There's another um,
0: podcast. I don't know if you guys ever follow or listen to the Countdown podcast with Wayne and Paul. I have. I but, have, yeah. But they they were doing a uh, an episode where they ranked all of Phase 4 of the MCU, and they asked on their Facebook page, like, what's everybody's bottom three properties from phase four, of the MCU. And I was like, I've liked everything well enough that I'll just say moon Knight three times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. See, I would
3: uh, have
1: thought secret invade. Oh, you haven't seen secret invasion. Oh, yeah. I haven't secret seen invasion. secret invasion. It's so okay. That's if you have seen it, it would be below. Moon it moon Knight, would be. Actually. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, The other thing I want to mention with this ranking, just, just to, just to make a point of it, just to make a point is that werewolf by night is my number two, but specifically black and white. Because the color oh, no. one, okay. one should not exist, and two, fuck that. Stupid choice. I
0: don't even rank the
1: colored one. It see, I right. rank
0: Just... Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy special along with the
3: movies. movies. I don't rank right, them with yeah. the shows.
2: Yeah, yeah I, right. I, I toss them in there because uh, they're see. 45 minutes. No, right? That like, probably whatever, makes but...
0: more sense to rank them with the shows. But... Well,
3: I think the reason why we went that route is because we did a huge episode ranking the films. Yes, so it's like and we left those on ones On the out. road to like... 50 films or whatever, and these feel like because they came out on Disney+, Plus, they didn't have a theatrical run, that they're not, like, I don't know. Oh, I get it.
2: Yeah, my whole thing is that, specifically, if it's not in black and white, like, I don't understand the choice of them put it in color yeah, i but, just don't i just don't i just
1: i, think, know, yeah. they did I think it's down
3: fury road and then they re-released it in black you have a fury they road scatter cut in black and white like but fury why, road. Do it the other way around
1: content dave content it is and that i, and watched that, both. I, I think that's I part of was... that's part
2: of the problem though is that they did it because they could and i'm just like Come well, on. Yeah. i have
3: nothing for halloween it's this so year awesome. let's just take that like, thing i watched right? it for free color and I thought it was great, but it's just it's like you see it in a different light, but I still prefer the black and white version. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, no, I th- that that's fine. I, I just think that the comparison to like Fury Road what though Fury Road is black and chrome, not black and white. No, I'm just soft. Black and chrome. <laughs> that's what it says. That's uh, what it's called. That's a Werewolf by night next year. Yeah, we're, Werewolf white. by Chrome. Um <laughs> 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 the chrome werewolf by Dawn. Um it's you uh watch a anyways. black and
3: chrome moon night? Yeah, I would. Yeah, the Chrome New Knight. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent I would. <laughs> Chrome Knight.
2: Chrome Knight. Awesome. Chrome Knight. Just make someone new. That's fine. Let's the Chrome let's, Knight. Yeah, let's bring someone new in. Why not? Um Okay. That uh that'll do it for our, our latest uh 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 Marvel coverage. Um I'm sure there will be some soon, although you know, we do have a bit till another movie comes out and, and show, so it, it might be a little bit few and far between as far as the newest stuff goes in 2024, but we still got lots to talk about, guys. Don't worry. Um, Stu, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's talk about your awesome stuff online and where everybody can find it.
0: Uh, so the podcast is the Stu World Order podcast, where we review random comic book movies with our guest. I just had Ian on, what, a week ago? So that mm-hmm. episode... That episode won't be coming out until April because I record ridiculously far in advance. But Ian will be on in the nearish future. And then the website is swoproductions.com where we have new articles every single weekday. So we have reviews, entertainment lists, all kinds of stuff. We have some fiction stuff that pops up Ooh, on there. This. So. Yeah, we got all kinds of Who SWO production. <laughs>
2: Mike just got very excited. Today's,
0: today's, today's article was a list. <laughs> today's article was a list, actually. It was the top 10 science fiction movies of the 21st century.
2: Oh, so we'll that man. Out. We have to talk yeah, we'll about that after we we'll re- yeah. stop recording because I have thoughts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Mike, what about us? Where can everybody uh, keep up with yep. our shenanigans here?
1: follow us on social media at day back in that is our handle across all the social media platforms uh, patreon.com backinmyday back in my day and if you want to help the show out you can leave a little review uh, subscribe it all helps tell a friend and thanks for listening
2: amazing well gentlemen thank you for joining me on this adventure of the latest marvel stuff we will uh talk to everybody soon and have some uh, pretty fun episodes coming up we are uh we got some. We got some movies to talk about. We got 25 years in the past. Can you believe that 25 years ago was 1999? We're old. Oof. yeah.
3: <laughs> the Matrix better be on that list. The
2: Matrix will be talked about. <laughs> uh, the Matrix will be talked about this year. That's for sure. Um, but until the next time, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. I'm back in my day.
3: Ciao. Ball is in. Parking lot.